Okay, so w- w- it's agreed then. No clips. No clips. Okay. <laughs> we don't need clips. We're that we're that damn good. We don't need clips. We clips. Don't need we don't need no stinking clips. Podcast, the podcast coming to you from the heel of the boot of Southwest Louisiana. I feel like I'm running a little hot here. Let me turn me down. Oh, you're hot, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm so hot. Anyway. Uh, Can't help <laughs> it when it's 104 degrees outside. <laughs> as I was saying, <laughs> this you. is the Long in the Boot podcast, <laughs> as if you couldn't tell by our professionalism already. And uh, if you want to get a hold of the Long in the Boot podcast, of course, the email longintheboot at gmail.com. The phone number 337-502-9011. I remembered. I, I love time. it when you don't stumble. Yeah, well, I nailed it. <laughs> Professionalism. It. And again, That's I could right. not tell you that number. I'm, I'm not even sure I listen to you when you say it. <laughs> and I get I get the occasional text at that number. Yeah. Uh, the phone calls always seem to be. Uh, a hang up. They listen and then they hang yeah. up. Yeah, like they're just, like they're I, scared to it, say anything. It drives me nuts. All right, and uh, don't be scared. It's okay. Well, maybe it, I don't. I'm know. a gentle soul. You know what? I don't have time to worry about what you call re- me on the reasoning. long of the boot number, and I'll treat you right. <laughs> <laughs> You're working with that hot today, aren't you? Oh yeah. Okay, because it's Monday. <laughs> it's not Sunday. We're, we're doing a different routine. Yeah, we're doing it on changing Monday. things up a little bit. Missing how- Jeopardy, even. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah sorry yeah. about that. Okay. Well, maybe I don't know. It depends on how long this goes. <laughs> and if you think I have a plan for exactly how long these podcasts go, you'd be wrong. <laughs> no, but we do seem to get it kind of right at <clears throat> you know an hour. Right. Uh, Sometimes at one ten, and then you kind of. Clip it back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to go on too long. Right. And 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 I try to remember to push the buttons like that, I'm supposed to. That I was going to ask you. And, uh, yeah. and, and never, never, ever do I make a mistake. Lies. Oh, lies. <laughs> you, you make them all the time. <laughs> Bella, she'll call you on that. Yeah, she probably will. She might. She might even be in here. We left the door open. I know. We left the door open today. We are just letting it all hang out, people. The dogs Deb, are here. Deb is, is uh, firmly ensconced in her brand new pajamas. Hey, they are nice pajamas. <laughs> I feel I feel high class. Oh, those are definitely high <laughs> class They have pajamas. pockets in the pants, and I did not expect that. They had that. pockets, yeah. So I feel like I got a little lottery So ladies, win. you already know. Pajamas with pockets are a winner. Are a winner. That's yep. right. So you never know when you might want to stuff something in your pocket while you're asleep. Anyway, got some stuff happening, and we, we do. We'd talk we about do. It. And the first um, thing we're going to talk about is the play. Is that where we're starting? Oh, did you have well, a better place to actually, start? Actually, we haven't seen each other all day. We see each other less during oh. the summer at, than we uh, do during the school year. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah, I should, so I, I haven't seen you all day. How I, are you doing? I, I'm doing well. How, how about yourself? Pretty well. Pretty well. I killed a, a giant bear today while I was off. And a wizard who used flames. Wow. I had a busy day. What about the hand spiders? Oh, the handsies. Oh, man. Oof. 
You know, uh, for you non-game players, there's this game called Elden Ring, and it's <laughs> phenomenal. All right. All and right. Anyway, um, but I ran into these weird space, uh, space, uh, these weird spiders today that look like a human hand, mm. but with like eight or nine digits. So the the four people out there who are a community <laughs> who play when, Elden when, Ring. <laughs> When 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 they attack you, if they grab you, the hand flips over on its back and then it crunches you up and you get to watch all the fingers move and then it spits you out. It's articulated. However, two of the sp- I've noticed two of the handsies, when you kill them, it flips over and flips you off as it disappears into the ground. Oh, just a little F you yeah. for killing you. And I think that's you. quite quite awesome. Oh, you like their sense of humor. Uh, the, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. You always rave about that game. Well, this this company and these games, Dark Souls, Blood. Well, I was off doing practical Demon shit. Souls. You were what? What medical I, I was I was getting my follow-up. Yeah, and yeah. Now we're going to get some more shots. And I've been sedated We would be in Missouri. We, <laughs> yeah, actually, we would, we would be, be on in vacation. Missouri right now. If it weren't for my aged self. If it wasn't for Deb screwing it up. I know, I know. Well, anyhow, so we're going to continue on the the travels of medical science and hopefully yeah, solve she's my problems. she's got pain. She's got pain. Serious pains. pains. But I'm still trying to do my stuff. And uh, I, I bought some plants today after I left the medical offices because <laughs> it made sense. And as anyone knows who listens to this or knows Deb, she is a junkie. When it comes to plants, there's so many and they're so pretty. And, right. And if I don't kill and she them, she watched they... a documentary about garden, a gar- a particular garden. Yeah. So this guy built. You watched that guy too. It was well, I didn't mean to, but it got interesting. Yeah. See, see. All right. Well, we won't talk about it because I don't but even I, remember. I, the I learned name. one thing. The what? Se- the secret to a really great garden have lots of money. That's pretty much oh, it. Have yeah. lots of money and I don't, people. I don't to do work. that, and I don't have anybody to do the work. So <laughs> yeah, but I'm winging it. That's what I learned from the documentary. Um, I will say that uh, I was affirmed though with this new diagnosis of the SI joint um, issue balance. It's it, I'm out of balance. You're out of balance. I'm out of balance. Yeah. And so we all know how important balance and maintenance are in life. So, so basically, the lesson. You, what you're saying is your feng shui is kind of like feng shui. I, I right knew now. that though. I, I, I'm at disease when I'm at, when I'm hurting. Then things are out of balance. So you, you can take that emotionally. You can take that physically. Whatever you need right now, people. If you can hear my voice, take a deep breath and exhale, and just relax. All right. So. Well, I feel better. You should. I'll drink to that. All right. <laughs> so, our topic today, then, uh, now that we've topic, now that we we have topics, now that we we've topics. kind of just reaffirmed uh, that we hadn't seen each other as much as we <laughs> normally do, and we hadn't talked as much, so we thought maybe today we'd do it later in the day when we had a chance to stuff see each to, other stuff to talk about for the first time. Yeah, after my day in town, and uh, you know, it's summer, school. and we're both teachers. And speaking of which, hey, teachers. Can I just dive right into this, please? Are you, yes, do it. Oh, man. Okay. Ohio teachers, you are lucky, lucky, lucky. Uh, Governor Mike DeWine today signed a law, which also applies to custodians and bus drivers. Wait, stop for a second. DeWine? D- DeWine. Like, H-I- W-H-I-N-E or W-I? D-E-W-I-N-E. Oh, De- like wine. Okay. <laughs> DeWine. Well, I didn't know if it was wine as in drinking. Anyway, you know. After the the horrible tragedy in Uvalde, obviously the thing to do is to give every teacher a gun. They're going to give them a gun? 
Well, I don't know if they'll get. They probably have to buy it. Oh, they have to have their own. It'd be like South Park. (laughs) (laughs) South Park did it. Anyway, Ohio has now passed a law that allows qualifying adults without any permit to carry a gun. So they've circumvented the system and they're just going to let them have it. Wait. It also lifts restrictions on school teachers, custodians, and bus drivers. They can now carry firearms at work. Okay, so they can have it on the premises. They don't have to get a permit? Well, no, they don't have to get it. It's permitless. Okay. Now, you might say, well, what about training? Well, they get training. Used to be in order to carry a gun. Yeah, you had, you had to. to have 728 hours. Wow, that is a lot of yeah, time. Armed personnel, 728 hours. But DeWine said, too long. <laughs> too, <laughs> too long. long. Okay. You might think, well, he cut it in half, right? 728, so down to, Maybe you know, 360. Yeah. 360. Okay. Maybe even 200, let's say. No, it's 24 hours. <laughs> they could, oh, wow. He lopped 704 hours off of the training. Wow. <laughs> But we have a pilot shortage. He said he still prefers. And they won't cut the hours for them. (laughs) He said he still prefers law enforcement to carry guns at schools. But hey. But if a teacher, janitor, or bus driver happens to be equipped, then. uh, Bus drivers? Wow. That's just asking for trouble. Uh, (laughs) Wait. We know bus drivers. What are you saying? I I had bus drivers. I grew up with bus drivers. And there's at least (laughs) one in particular that I know would have shot me. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand. <laughs> All right. Wow, Ohio, that's that's really progressive of them. Um, um I wait, per- wait, I gotta finish. It gets worse. Republican state lawmakers said this bill, this new law, and it is a law. Oh, they've now. passed it? Oh yeah. Okay. That it was doing something in response oh, to the Uvalde they're massacre. Phys- they're actually being proactive. They're being proactive. <laughs> So on the list of things we could do to help with the situation. More guns. More guns. We need more and, guns. And few, less restrictive uh, legislation. <laughs> so there we go. Wow. Some good news for teachers in Ohio. And uh, um, and those are. No, no word on whether Ohio will still allow teachers to teach the classes. I have a story about an Ohio woman. I don't know if she's a teacher, but if this is any indication, I don't think they should have weapons. Um, recently, a woman, an Ohio woman, was gored and tossed by a bison in Yellowstone National Park. That's not in Ohio. No, no, but she's from Ohio, and she oh, oh, traveled oh. to Yellowstone. To be thrown by a to bison. Be, to be gored and thrown by a um, bison. The interesting part of the story is that that she's not the victim. The bison really is the victim here. Why? Be, um, because she got within 10 feet of the animal. Well, there you go. Um, the 25-year-old, whose name has not been released, suffered puncture wounds and other injuries after she appo- approached the bison who was near a boardwalk. And consequently, the bison <laughs> gored her and tossed her 10 feet The bison the was air. busy playing, well, playing games at the, the boardwalk. The park, Don't interrupt him. <laughs> the park officials said this is uh, the first reported incident in 2022 of the visitor threatening a bison. And she was threatening the bison by getting too close. Hey, Um, bison. 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> she was th- making avertive movements toward him. Furtive movements. Furtive movements. And the bison responded to her threat by goring her. Uh, the bison have injured more people in Yellowstone than any other animal. They are unpredictable and can run three times faster than humans. There were also two other people at the scene who were within 25 feet, also threatening the same bison, which, of course, just was not tolerable to the bison. Park officials are reminding you, you must keep back 25 yards from large 25 animals. 25 yards. At least 100 yards away from bears That's and wolves. That's 75 feet for you and me, kids. You need enough room to run because they are going to catch your ass quickly <laughs> yeah, when are. you threaten them. Well, that's like the guy with the orangutan recently. That video went viral. He got he climbed over the damn fence, got <laughs> close did. to the orangutan, who then reached out, grabbed his shirt, and then pulled him to the bars. They have the strength of five men. <laughs> it just... He he barely got away with his life, but you know, you know what? What are you doing? I'm sorry. I wish that I, 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 I when animals get back at us. I mean, you know. Well, sometimes now I'm going to see your bison story and raise you. Oh, you've got an animal story too. Elephant. Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. read this as well. Go ahead. Now, this happened in India, so you know, take that for what it's worth. But a pensioner, this means an old person, by the way. <laughs> a pensioner was trampled to death by an enraged elephant before the beast returned. You'll see why. Maya Murmu, age 70, was collecting water in the village of Raipal in India when an escaped elephant unleashed its anger on her. The huge creature stomped on her, and she was rushed to the hospital but died from But didn't make it. No, of course she didn't. It's an elephant. Well, as her family was preparing the body for the (gasps) ritual burning, the elephant returned and pulled her body off the top of the funeral pyre trampled it, threw her around with its trunk, Dear Lord. and then left the savaged corpse in the area before rushing back off into the jungle. Wow. <laughs> do do elephants get rabies? What the heck? Why was he after her? Maybe she had threatened him as this Ohio woman threatened the bison. Well, apparently in India, they're lousy with elephants. Well, yes. Because uh, they have another video that I saw while reading this story. It was an elephant that went on a rampage at a wedding. Firecrackers freaked it out. Oh, it's yeah. And it just started flipping cars and trashing the wedding venue. It was great. Wow. And then off into the jungle. Hmm. Maybe it's a bet on the elephant's side. They're in the jungle watching these events. What are they going like, to do? Yeah, what are they going to do? Shoot me. Run huh. in there, Henry. Go. They have gun control. It's just <laughs> They're not going to shoot me. <laughs> well, that doesn't really make a difference. Have you looked at Chicago's news? <laughs> And, and Africa also gets a, a mention with a man trampled to death in a horror attack in Kenya. 73. Maybe they just don't like old people. What is a horror attack? It says horror. Oh, oh, horror. another elephant. Not horror attack. <laughs> that would be weird. Elephants attacking while whores attack. Mm. Strange. Maybe the whores arrived on the I elephant's I sense back. reality show. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no. When whores attack. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Dave Chappelle skit. All right. Um, well, where are you going from You know here? how you make a hormone. <laughs> wow. Estrogen. Don't you don't pay her. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't think you'd do that. I know. I was hoping God, you wouldn't cheap. do that. Um, oh, I have ironic news. I have news. I have duh news, you know. Duh news? Yeah, like news where you go, well, duh. <laughs> duh. No, no, we got to talk about the movie or the play. Oh, the play, yeah. The play. Okay, okay. The, play and then we can the go thing. Back. The play is the thing, sir. Um, we did get to go out. 
Well, yeah, we went out like adults uh, past five a uh, yes, five p.m. Yes, um, and, and we went to see our our friend, sometimes co-host, and and all around good buddy Brian the Habs Habits, yes. better known as the Habs. The Habs. And uh, Habs was in a play. He did. He did something spontaneous and whimsical. He went and tried out for a play and got the damn part. Uh, yeah. He's probably like, oh, crap. <laughs> now I got to show up. Now I got to show up. <laughs> uh, and he did. But uh, for Axe Theater was putting on the play that goes wrong. Yes. Delightful. And it was delightful. It's a play that kind of breaks the fourth wall at times. and and uh, Yeah. They can't see it now. Yeah, so yeah we can you can't see it now, so I can tell you about it. But the play goes horribly wrong <laughs> from the, for the people in the play. From the very beginning. Ostensibly, it's a murder mystery. There are several murders um, and, and resurrection. Murder? I should have got dun, dun, dun. dun. Yeah, uh, I have it. I just didn't put it well, in Well, it, it was... Um, anyway, it was it was quite... It was fun to get out. Quite, quite joyful. We got to go have a, an angry Irishman at, and, at the pub. Yes, angry Irishman. Jameson and Angry Orchard. Yes. Order a second Angry Orchard because you're going to need to dilute it a little no bit. No doubt. God. Man. Woo. Thank you for the recommendations, Habs. Habs. <laughs> it made the play even more delightful. It really did. But, uh, it, but was, the, it, it was the great. The building was interesting. You know, we love the history of stuff. We always yeah. tell you we want to we talk about the history. So, of course, after we sat in those um, ancient seats for a period of time, well, we the decided. First, okay. So, so wait. <laughs> First of all, if you've never been to the Axe Theater, kids, uh, you should go see a play at the Axe Theater. In Lake Charles, Louisiana. In Lake Charles. It's down north of Railroad Avenue. Or no, no, it's just south of Railroad Avenue and uh, on Reed Street. So it's literally in that part of Lake Charles that was original. Yeah, the actual old It's the old old Lake Charles. And it was a very cool building, but the chairs were horrible. That they lean way too far I back. I said they were like probably came out of a planetarium. Well, the springs, the you, springs were busted. If you leaned back, you that's were not a complaint, mind you. I know they're not rich putting on those plays. No, no. And so I'm not complaining. No, but it was get that straight. I'm not complaining. Me. But, but it did make us look up the history of the building. It did make us look up the history. And, and I thought the seats came from. I said the Paramount, and I think. Wasn't that where they did actually come from, the Paramount? Yes, they came. Yeah, they they came from the Paramount. And that's the reason the Springs are weak is because lots and lots and lots of fat Americans. (laughs) Lots of gluteus maximuses (laughs) have have been in those seats. But but they're actually really good shape considering. Yeah. But the Springs are shot. (laughs) And, you know, uh, just a thought. Somebody needs to go in and just put some uh, two by four wedges in the Springs. Ah. Boop. Fixed. Yeah, all right. It's well, all I, I think these people are mostly volunteers. Probably, yeah, I know. Probably not happening. It could, though. Yeah. Anyway, so the question we had was, what about this building, man? This building is really cool, and it kind of seems like it's purpose-built to be a theater. Yeah. And it's really old. It's down, and it just, I can't explain it to so you. So we you Googled have, it. You come out the front door, you're looking at the railroad. Oh, yeah. In Lake Charles, oh, yeah. and, the, and the river's just down the street, a little and, north and of there. And soldiers in World War One and World War Two. And wouldn't you know. Road trains past that building. There's a. Uh, Conflicting information. The internet doesn't have one God, story. I was so. I know so, I read it twice. Try to figure it out. Well, first I've got the theater was built between 1917 and 1921. It is one, now this part is true. It is the only theater in Lake Charles that was built before World War II. Okay. 
Well, so. that's what I said. I read that that soldiers go into World War One and World War Two road trains past that building. Right. Okay. Uh, the theater was built between 1970 and 1921. It combined in two lot locations on Railroad Avenue, and then it says the exact date's hard to pin down. It says in 1917 there was no theater there, and in 1921 the movie house silent movies existed. Yeah. So that makes it seem as if it was built around 1918, 1919, somewhere in there. Anyway, also on the corner was the old Central Grocery. The building became Central Grocery in the 1950s and it existed for a few years, it says. Although I recall somebody having some kind of weird grocery store in that building when I first moved when to Lake Charles. When you first moved down here, that was a. It was sketchy. It yeah, was sketchy well. then. More Even sketchier than it is now. Well, they should have a grocery <clears throat> store down there. People <clears throat> live there. There should be a grocery now, store. Now, you got to remember, these are reminiscences from people who actually grew up then. Yeah. Said, my grandparents owned and ran the Pelican Meat Market on the west side of the theater uh, from 1920 to 1956. So wow. for 36 years, there was a meat market just west of the theater. The people that lived in that area had stuff they well they, they were they had been there forever yeah uh the families owned those properties they had a uh, grandma and grandpa were the first business to offer boudin for sale in lake charles oh wow and the best hogshead cheese it says <laughs> <laughs> it would always be the best they uh sold things which would interest moviegoers like cold drinks hamburgers and i love this dried shrimp oh those little <laughs> yeast cakes candy and ice cream oh. and of course cigarettes <laughs> I can remember roasting and selling peanuts outside of the front store from a peanut poacher. I don't know what a peanut poacher is. No, but but there used to be people that would oh, sell a peanut peanuts. poacher. They would oh, sell poached the, peanuts. The roasted peanuts. Yes, on I the got side it. of the road. I get yeah, it now. They did that when I was a and kid. ice cream and cold drinks that he said they would pull out of the water cooler. All right. Uh, so anyway, that was one, and then another one right there. The theater was built in 1903. Well, man. <laughs> well, maybe they started laying the foundation, but they just didn't get done until a later time. Uh, Railroad Avenue was the main street in town, and the movie was a major factor in entertainment. He remembered the grocery store on the corner attached to the building, the clothing stores east of the theater, and the sanitary bakery west of the theater, where bread, cookies, and cakes were baked and sold at a time when I-10 had yet to exist and had not cut off the upper portions of Kirkman, Reed, Moss, Ford, and Louisiana yeah, Avenue. Yeah, so the people living there continued to live there, but the businesses. Right, and that's why yeah. the streets are cut. And a lot of people, I'm sure, that get first get to Lake Charles. You get lost down there. Kirkman goes through. Mm-hmm. It goes under the interstate. But Reed, Moss, Ford, and I think Louisiana Avenue also cut, may cut across. Or no, Enterprise does, not Louisiana Avenue. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Anyway, when sound was introduced to the movies, uh, it it says it was called the Louisiana. Uh, In the 30s, the movie house became the Delta, which it remained for quite some time. But then I'm like, it says the Delta, and the Delta was a black-only movie theater. But then, of course, I get that, and then I find another story that says, the Dixie Theater was opened in 1940. Now, the building was already there. Yeah, the building this was, was the there. Theater. Oh, is this where they did the reconstruction, or is this? I'm not sure. The small theater seated 350 was operated by Southern Amusements hmm. and was listed in the registry, whatever the registry is, as a Negro theater. Because we were segregated. So it was called Dixie. So we've got, you know, dueling yeah, things. Yeah, conflicting but stories. Who cares? Leave it to the Internet. Anyway. Somebody out there knows 
Well, Somebody that works for Axe or that is a participant in Axe. Or is the great-great-grandchild of one of these people. Well, that's true. That could very well be. They could come and tell, tell stories about it. Uh, so anyway, but the the building is really cool. It when is you walk very in, cool. You can tell it was purpose-built as a theater. Yeah. Uh, and it's got some old-timey stuff. And the play was great. Bryant was excellent. As a dead man. As a dead man. Until he wasn't. Until he was. Well, he was, sort of. Not when he charged in with a gun. <laughs> Several times inappropriately <laughs> before that was on cue. So hence the name, delightful. The play that goes wrong. There was a there was, was culture in and like all Charles. of the people in it were great. All of them. I was very yes, impressed. Yes. And just wanted to say that. And if you got to go down and see it, then awesome. Good on you. Good on you. Because they they need butts in seats. That's right. In those old Paramount seats. <laughs> and who knows what the next? Well, we'll we will go back and see a play, though. We will, because it cha- it's a different perspective. But I'll bring something to help me sit. <laughs> we love what. entertainment, and, and watching a play is different. Um, as one wonderful. of the actors said in his little bio, he just, if, I, if I can get you in here for two hours and you don't have a cell phone and you're just absorbed in the story, um, then, then the play was, and was the thing. And no one had their cell phones No, out. no, they listened and they did not have their cell phones. We laughed. We laughed. And it was great. And there was audience interaction with, yes. with the because we broke the wall, you know. Yeah, and yeah. so it was it was good for Unlike me. the wall in the theater that they could not break <laughs> yeah, because right. it was so solidly built. They said they <laughs> they actually just left that wall uh cuz it would have been way too expensive to take it down when exactly. they when they remodeled. And so they remodeled. Yeah, but they left the wall alone. <laughs> it's probably the wall we walked next to when we left. That side area right there. Oh, the, it, oh, that made oh that the main side where we had to go down the alley, not, yeah, not down the sidewalk. Yeah, because there was a wall next to us. Because that the police pretty. officer said, don't go this way. Yeah, don't go that way. Go this way. <laughs> go this way. In the daylight, we walked that way. But then at night, the police officer said, go the other way. Yeah. yeah okay. And uh, so. But the wall looked pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did so, look pretty solid. Anywho. There you go. So if you get a chance culture to culture in Lake Charles, yes, at the Axe Theater, there please. is culture in Lake Charles. I was joking. There, there's absolutely culture and oh, there's music, all kinds of good stuff. Yes, and uh, if you uh, could get on uh, Landon Blood, oh, a friend yes, of the show, yes. has got some you videos just posted on YouTube. His new, new song, I did, which just had me all up in the feels. There's a oh, couple of uh, lines in there, just. You got to kind of meditate right on, on them. It gets right on top of you. It does. It does because they're all <laughs> feelings that I think we've all had. Because, you know, times being what they are. And what are they? Challenging. Wicked. Uh, Well, if that's how you see it. All right. So anyway. um, Not all people are wicked. No, of course not. No, of course not. The man in late in uh who saved all the kittens. He he's uh, not wicked. He was a Louisiana man, but they never say where he was actually from. Um, he sees a lonely kitten on the side of the road. He just turns around, goes back to save the kitten, and then he's ambushed by all the other thirteen. <laughs> he ended up with thirteen kittens. He took them all home and and managed to find homes. But it was just yeah, the video or the images are just hysterical. They all just come out of the grass. So good on. On you, dude, saving saving all those little kitties. And so uh, I would like to point out, too, by the way, that the Long in the Boot podcast promises you, the listener, that we will never raise our prices. Just want you to <laughs> know we'll that. we'll try not to end on a negative note. We'll try. We always try to end on a positive. Yes. Uh-huh. Are, did you have a negative news story today? Well, it depends on how you look at it. <sighs> you know, it's it's one of these things. Isn't I have that a, everything in life? I have an amusing story. Okay, go Go for amusing. Okay, well, in 
Now, you may have heard of this, but in San Francisco, they do these drag queen story hours at the libraries, Oh, right? the library story. I read. The drag queens come mm-hmm. in and read to kids, and everybody has a good time. And is no, smiling. they don't. Well, not <laughs> no, everybody. No, they don't. However, a hate crime investigation is underway after alleged Proud Boys storm drag queen story hour at a Bay Area library. They said they didn't know if they were actually members or if they were just promoting themselves as members. Well, isn't that the same damn well, I'm thing? Gonna, I'm going to go a step further and say, Jesus, the bar is really low there, guys. I know. Right? I mean, it's drag. you got kids there. There's children. But that's why they're there. No. Gee, long. They're there because they don't want them influencing children. Wait a minute. Children. The parents brought those children. Well, and those Assholes those prou- have no right. Those those men know better. Those proud them. assholes have no right to tell other parents what they can and can't do with their children, but provided the children do. aren't. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> they think they can, and that's they're what no they're no different than people who tell other people that they must uh, let you know their kids must use other pronouns or whatever. It's all just nonsense. It's all just a swirling cauldron of bullshit. And I'm fed up. Okay. So now am I, am I angry about it? Not really. There's nothing I can do about it, but I think that. That we should be aware. Well, no, I think that when you, if you are so determined to change the culture, we are going to change everything. Well, where do we start? Well, there's these drag queens at the library reading to small children, children. and we need to put a stop to it. Well, they would say that they're indoctrinating children. What part do we need to put a stop to? Well, all of it. The indoctrination. The indoctrination. To let small children think it's okay to dress up. Don't let them think that. It's not okay to dress up. So we need to put a stop to the reading. We need to put a yes. stop to the dressing up and reading. Yes, we do. Both of those things. Actually, what's going to happen is, and when I read the story, my first thought is, dear God, who are these kids going to be more afraid of? Proud boy persona type men hmm. or Here's a thought. men who are dressed as women. Let's and- have a trans come in and read Mein Kampf to children. <laughs> That'll really throw a monkey wrench into the Proud Boys' work, huh? All right, I can't argue. We, we got to go break this up. Yeah, but he's reading Mein Kampf. Yeah, but he's dressed like a girl. But it's Mein Kampf, but man. But you're presuming then that that they approve. Of Proud Boys are Nazis. Mein Kampf. Proud, Proud Boys are Nazis, and that they've read it. And I bet at least forty percent of them could probably read it. Ooh, maybe they had if they had been read to as children, they wouldn't understand it by anybody. But to be fair. It's pretty um, crazy. I, yeah, when I read the story, I was a little bothered by the whole thing. Anyway, so but I just thought it was funny that you've got these guys who are all about machismo and and you know do it right and everything else, yeah. and so they look around to see who to attack to change the culture. And They're, San Francisco, what, yeah. they didn't go to like Utah. Or Montana for Drag Queen Story Hour. Because they're not doing it in Utah or Montana. I beg to differ. (laughs) They have had Drag Queen Story Hours in many states with no problems at all. But these idiots go to San Francisco, the one place guaranteed to what? Get attention. Well, I was going to say, to get get the Ah, media. Sorry, folks. (laughs) I hit it with my hand. Sure. Just like an abuser. Just like a man. I don't care. If, you know what? If a guy that dresses like a woman wants to read to, wants kids. to, read to kids. And they were little preschool kids. They well, were wait. terrified, I'm sure. Here's what I say. Let the market decide. Well, yeah. If, parents if nobody show up, shows up, then they the market has it. decided. Yeah, I know. If I parents agree. do show up, then shut your mouth and let this person read and to kids. Read God to knows. You guys aren't reading to kids. We generally aren't. Well, I'm going to stop it all there. There. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. That's not negative. I wasn't being negative. No. Okay. Can I be? Can I? Can I give you one of my uh, favorite? Oh no, shit stories. Sure. Louisiana, because you know we try to we try to stay try to stay in, in the in the boot. Local. Laws in Louisiana prevent domestic abusers from owning a firearm. Ain't that nice that we have laws for that? Louisiana ranks fifth in the nation when it comes to domestic yeah, violence. Yeah, but death. we still have fifth knives. in the nation. <laughs> um, but a new program because you know they're trying to stop these kinds of things because mm. it's it's new. And, Ar- and, arm the wives, and we need to <laughs> we need to stop all of this. Uh, a new program could change that in domestic violence situations where there is a firearm. You are, you want to take a guess? How many times more likely to be murdered with that firearm? Uh, a million. 500, yeah. 500 <laughs> times more likely to be killed with a firearm if there's a domestic situation and there's a gun present. I couldn't have guessed that. Uh, statistics are eye-opening. 66% of domestic violence victims in Louisiana are killed with a firearm. A firearm. That is higher than the national average. And let me guess, I'll bet 90% of them are women. In, in domestic situations, even still, you know, that's the equalizer for a woman, right? A gun. If somebody's beating on her, she can put an end to it with a gun. But she I'll can, bet but you the vast majority of people shot by abusers are still women. Well, yeah, I bet you. Of course. Louisiana put a law in place, though, that's going to protect the victims, you know. Oh, you mean like a restraining order? More so than a restraining order, yes. (laughs) Uh, In 2018, the legislature in Louisiana passed a law that removes firearms from people convicted of domestic violence or who have a domestic violence protective order against them. So if they have an order or they've been convicted of it, uh, Louisiana is going to remove that firearm from them. Mm. Guess how they do that? They show up and take it. Um, they're ordered. There's an order, and they have three days to turn it to in. Turn in their firearm. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So I'm sure they all do that. I have an exit strategy. It just came to me. Uh, what? Well, <clears throat> no, I, no. You're gonna okay. So um, <laughs> the DA's office tags along with the agency to do what they call knock and talk. Knock and talk. Knock and talk. They check on abusers to make sure that they don't have a gun. Hi, buddy. So, Ignore the body armor and the handgun and the taser on my belt. Uh, well, how and you it doing? just it just made me think of that guy that we just saw that the whole world just saw a video of from uh, Br- uh, Bridge City, Texas. Oh, the one uh, Chris throwing the see, young yeah, child who, around who threw the little girl a, um, a over a road rage situation. Because <laughs> then I'm all I'm thinking about the whole time is his poor wife. Yeah. Because that wasn't the first time he no, lost his shit. She's clearly abused. Everybody's like, oh, he's drunk. Or I, armed. <laughs> I, drunk or sober, that man is a violent person. Restraining orders are like hunting <laughs> permits for crazy husbands. So you're 500 times more likely 500 to be shot in times. a domestic situation if there's a gun in the, in the house. Well, that's true anyway. Well, no. If a gun's in the house, all right. in any argument, brother, sister, cousin, if there's a gun available. Okay, so... All three. So, <laughs> oh, man. Did you have another... Uh, I, I have one. Before? I, I finally, only have one story Finally, left. finally, our government in Louisiana is going to stick it to those people who bought electric cars. Finally. Oh, those people. I thought we were transitioning. I thought that was the whole damn point of all of this. Yeah, just get them. Stick them. Uh, the, they're going to... They're going to charge an annual fee of $110 if you have an electric vehicle and $60 if you own a hybrid because you're not paying your fair share in gas taxes. Oh, dear God. 
Now, the electricity a, is taxed. An electric, oh, they already have an electric tax, yeah. Isn't I it? already pay taxes on electricity. If you don't pay taxes, you pay service fees, which are effectively the same thing. So all you people who are going, yeah, I'm going to get me an electric car. Yeah, well. Well, they're going to make that happen. Well, hopefully they're going to. You think they'll spend that $110 for each electric car on infrastructure? Look, I don't think people will have a problem with electric cars. Once they have a way of getting across the country without running out of juice. Mm. But until that, and I've read three stories this week. About electric cars? Where, it was people oh, who, oh. who blogged a journey yeah, in an electric they, car. Yeah, how badly it How went. terrifying it was. Mm-hmm, how awful. And my favorite was one of them, the people were pulled over on the side of the road waiting for a charge. a charge. And some guy pulled up and he had a generator for a welder in his back of his truck. And he charged, he charged them. him up. And it got him out of there quicker. And And... Yeah, but still, the point is... So you need to carry your own generator if you have an electric car and you want to go on a long trip. (laughs) Just bring a generator. But here's the thing. You know, until until the infrastructure's there, stop pushing us. And I get it. That's that's why that oil prices and the gas prices are so high. They're forcing us to go to electric cars before people who live in the country... And by the way, that's the issue here, really, is your government... And your state government as well, your federal and state, they're going to stick it to you if you live in the country. Oh, yeah. Well, they always have. Because they look at the country as those damn Trump supporters, no matter what. So they're going to, you know, they're all Republicans in the country, they assume. So if the Democrats are in charge, you can bet they're going to stick it to you. Uh, Meanwhile. Don't don't you label me and put me in a box. Meanwhile, Republicans go the other way. You got an electric vehicle? You think you're smart? Well, give me one hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> you just pay. Well, that's all. That's the point, isn't it? <laughs> and next year it'll be one hundred and twenty, and and that's yes. on top of that tax just recently passed. You want to walk on a wildlife reserve? Uh, wildlife preserve. Mm-hmm. You got to pay for it. We got to. We got to have money bucks. for that. Well, again, how do we take care of anything for the government? It has to be money. Money, money, money. But we can't have. Um, like mental and physical health care for the no, entire country. No, no, that's and that's socialism. Don't don't even that that's socialism. Yes, health care and mental health care. If you want good health care, get elected. You will have the very best health care. Hmm. There you go. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, and my story was actually kind of. Have you heard about this um, faction within the Democratic Party, the New Democratic? coalition the ndc i have not but i'm not surprised okay and i and i i'm gonna i got the story from fox news so so and i'm telling you already it's an opinion piece um the author is a man named scott peters i'm not so wrapped up in fox or cnn or sky or bb i'm i'm not i just read it and and go with it. Think so about it. I, I'm not spending time researching who's writing the story. So Scott Peters, you're just following on for the Fox News. Well, I found his opinion piece quite interesting because he starts with this. Uh oh, Otto's calling it already. I haven't even begun the story. Uh, last year, you know, we were just recovering from COVID and economic and public health crisis. So today. 
thanks to science, the resiliency of the American people, and the work of President Joe Biden and congressional Democrats, our economy is rebounding. Kids are in school. Millions are vaccinated. Americans are back at work. However, this growth, coupled with the lingering pandemic challenges and Putin's cruel and unprovoked invasion, have resulted in global inflation that is hitting Americans hard. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we know who to blame. Right. Lingering pandemic uh, and Putin's cruel and unprovoked people. That's that's bias right there. He's already cruel and unprovoked. (laughs) So we know what we have to. think. Well, it was cruel and unprovoked. It was. Well, no, it it kind of was provoked. Ukrainian Nazis provoked that shit. No, no, that's in, that's incorrect. <laughs> America provoked it, and Europe provoked it by allowing, by allowing the NATO allowing. to continue moving yeah. towards okay. Russia. So, but, so okay. I'm going to Go say ahead. his unprovoked part was not true. Uh, Biden and Congress have taken steps to address inflation, and this is how they've done it. Improving our supply chains, they've released millions of barrels of oil from our reserves, and they're rebuilding our roads, ports, mm. and bridges. But we're not going to stop there. No, we're not. Hell because no. the uh, d- the New, you got it. That's just the tip. This is the the buzz here. (laughs) New Democratic coalition. So we got to be aware of these people. Uh, They are the urgent challenge of inflation requires all hands on deck. Mm. And and where is the quote? Platitude. Their mission here. I want to give you their three prong plan. Wait, say that again. Three prong plan. Three prongs. I know. I thought you could only get hit with two. But no, we got plenty of holes. Um, <laughs> a bipartisan innovation bill that will do uh, boost production, lower prices, and secure supply chains. Okay, bipartisan mm-hmm. bill boosts productions, lower prices, and secure supply chain. Mm-hmm. We don't know how the hell they're going to do that, right. but it's a nice general statement. Uh, prong two. Prong two. Budget reconciliation bill that secures America's energy independence and makes the transition to clean energy uh, to combat climate change, cut health care costs, lower prices and reduce the deficit. That's prong two. Because prong one is now pulling out. So that was prong two. Yeah, just prong not two quite is fully going out. in. We're going to no, no. Prong one went in. Prong two is coming out. OK, go ahead. Okay. Prong three. You ready? That's going to hurt. <sighs> Use the rest of our legislative time effectively, as opposed to the ineffective ways we've used our legislative time to pass bills, large and small, that lower prices on everyday necessities, including food, gas, housing, and more. Prong three sounds a little flaccid. I'm just just saying. So um, despite the majorities, slim majorities, we have the support for all three prongs of these policy priorities, and they can get it done if they act fast. The quote is, this is what they're called. Where is that damn? Um, Oh, and they had to roll back. Where is it? Roll back misguided Trump error tariffs. Uh, They haven't rolled back any tariffs yet. Well, they're going to. That's something that needs to. They are the get stuff done party. So allow cheap Chinese goods back into the country. Yes. But they're going to help us with inflation. But they're going to increase manufacturing here. And we know we need a higher salary and we need health care. So I don't know. We can't afford that. So really, my problem with the whole story, one, is the belief that he has that Biden has fixed things and is working fervently to to counter the unprovoked and uh, cruel. But we can't afford any of this because, you know. Hey, get those missiles on the pallets and get them to the Ukraine, quick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Kind of like poor George Takai and his little his little comment that backfired on him. Oh my! Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't read it, I'll let you go do that. Um, well, so you know, the, the, just, they will pay attention to those buzz, buzzwords. They are the "get stuff done" new Democrats. Yay! Get stuff done Yay. new Democrats. So, in other words, they're the people under seventy. I don't even know Are anymore. Are they under 70 they, as they, opposed they, to the old Democrats? Maybe maybe they're separating themselves from California Democrats who seem to be a little nutty. Well, um, you know, I, see I the, don't know. I see the I think, problem here is us separating ourselves constantly. Well, here, and here is the problem. I, and okay, so that leads me right to this story. Oh, why everything about politics segue. sucks. See, when we don't talk, look what yeah, happens. Yeah, it's, it's a chart, but I don't need the chart. I can explain it to you pretty easy. Can you? I, I think I can. Um, only 6% of Americans, 6%, not many, say the federal government is extremely careful with taxpayer money. I can't believe this. Okay, so they they don't budget. Okay. Uh Yet, Americans consistently report they need the government to do more. So we know they're not physically responsible. Okay, so I'm going to break this down by party. And that's physically with an F, not a P. Okay, so we have a question. And the question, or or the, the... the question is basically, is it the government's job to protect people from themselves? No. You should be allowed to do stupid crap. It's two choices. You have, it's not the government's job to protect people from themselves, or sometimes laws to protect people from themselves are necessary. Now, I, I know how you could already mm-hmm. say, look, speeding, for instance. Yes. We can't just let, okay, doesn't matter. But We're, in Europe, they have. But here we go. Republicans, 61% say the government's job is not to protect people from themselves. Oh, okay. Democrats, only 23%. Wow, that's a huge difference. Laws to protect people are necessary to protect them from themselves. Republicans, 35%. Democrats, uh, 70 Seventy percent believe that we're not capable of because wouldn't that just be the self preservation and and evolution? I mean, right? You know, okay, Darwin's law. You're gonna next. If you're do too you stupid, trust the government in Washington to do the right thing? No party. Twenty percent say yes. Wow. Without without asking party about affiliation, party. you don't know who they're okay. Okay, who they're um, siding with? This number has not changed since. George Bush Sr.'s second term in office. Okay, so... Our first term in office. That statistic has remained constant. It has remained absolutely constant. But they are talking to voters, right? They are talking to registered Uh voters. Registered voters. Not just homeless. Is the government responsive to the needs of ordinary Americans? Only 8%. 8% of... Also none changed for many years. Okay, and that's uh, unaffiliated... Eight percent. Yeah. Well, okay. it's it's both parties. Oh, both sides. Okay. Yeah. Just it's just random people. Here's the fun part. People say the government responds well to natural disasters. Seventy percent say that's true. All right. It it's good at keeping people safe from terrorists by about sixty eight percent. Okay. On on immigration and alleviating poverty, twenty five percent say the government's good. So even if uh, we have that many people that feel like they're doing a good job in those areas. Americans' views on a variety of political issues are paradoxical. That's well, the key. that's because people are fickle. They have always been fickle throughout time. <laughs> it's not new. 
So that's the thing that's weird. Effectively handling threats to public health. Oh, like COVID? 62% of Democrats say it was handled well. 34% of Republicans say it was handled well. So double uh, uh, double, Democrats. Yeah. Well, and you're seeing those kind of numbers. I mean, the the that's a wide swing. And my favorite, do you trust the government? <laughs> this is the weird thing. Do you trust the government to solve problems important to you? And only 20% say yes. So then it's not the government's job to <laughs> protect you On from On the next yourself. question, should the government do more to solve problems? 60% say yes. <laughs> okay. We're just, we're screwed. We're just screwed. 72% of blacks, 68% of Asians, and 65% Hispanics say the government should do more. And yet less than 25% of those three groups say the government is good at what it does. But yet we want their help. But do more. Well, and in the 18 to 25 bracket, oh. 70% say the government should be doing more. In that group, less than 20% say the government does a good job. Fewer than 20%. Sorry. Or, well, I, I should have known. So, well, and then that's the group that's coming up. Those are the future leaders. Those are the. But that's the problem. Well, yeah. You've got a bunch of people saying. The government is screwed. It can't do anything right except natural disasters. We don't. But they need to solve all these important problems. But solve my damn day-to-day problems. But you just said you don't think they're doing a good job. And yeah, but somebody's got to do it. And that's why they don't like the country people, because we're just out here doing our thing, just living our, our life. Leave, stay out of my... Well, Sorry. You talk about the government, you get... I'm talking with my hands. You're gesticulating. I know. I, do you see hands. where my hands are? What I do. am I doing? You're sitting on your I'm hands. I'm sitting on my hands. I refuse to do that. Um, Well, anyway, so there you go. If you want to know why the country is screwed, it's because people are goofy. That's why. Just do your thing. That's all you got to do. Mind your own business. Grow some vegetables. Take care of yourself. Take care of your pets. Take care of your people, your tribe. And when it's like it is now, make sure to feed and water your pets and plants. twice a day. My Lord. Take a shower. (laughs) Take, Ooh, take several showers. I just took a shower. Well, I know. It's Louisiana. you got to take a shower late in the day, too. Oh, you got to have a late shower. you got to have it's a Louisiana. morning and a late, yeah. Louisiana is a late shower. If, if you're only going to get one shower a day in Louisiana, it better be at the end of the day. Well, days like this, I get to go out and work in the yard as much as I possibly can. Now, I like a morning rinse and then a good scrub down yeah, at the end and of then the day. I got, when I come in at noonish, I got a, that's a full-on bath. You got anything left or you want to wrap um, up? <laughs> the power says you might want to wrap up. That was up. the air conditioner kicking off. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we know it's hot. Um, uh, well, now that you've brought us into this, uh, philosophical questions, what harsh truths do you prefer to ignore? Because now we, we've just revealed the truth of the fickleness of humanity, the likelihood that we're not going to pull it together, but life will continue. Well, life goes on. So what is the what is matter. the harsh – oh, is, but you don't choose to ignore that. You're, you're actually looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to dying. But, but when it happens, it's going to – I'm just not going to be shocked. <laughs> It's not going to be a surprise. Maybe that's the question they need to ask 17 to 25-year-olds. 
<laughs> oh, I would have a much different answer if I was 18. Oh, that's something we didn't talk about. You know, after the graduation period of our life, oh, yeah. uh, you asked a couple people on, well, you asked everybody, you got a couple answers of uh, what would you what, what would, would you, you tell, tell your 18 your, year old self? Yeah, you, I, I know number one, uh, our, our community listener, uh, Kobe, said that. Uh, don't don't get that credit card. Don't get that credit card. <laughs> if you need that well, T-shirt, they're advice, offering huh? for free. It's not free. Don't get the credit card. You're going to pay like 15%, maybe 25 now because yep. they're going to raise the interest rates yep. again. That credit card is not free. So 18-year-olds, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Unless, Unless you plan on fleeing the country. Unless you need it. <laughs> if you need some money. If you're not physically responsible. We're not going to own anything in the why, future. Why do we have to? Be physically responsible if, Everything's if gonna the be a government service. doesn't. Oh, like everything will be an app? Everything will be a service. You'll pay a monthly. Yeah, it's basically an app. If you think about it, Uber's an app. It's just a physical three-dimensional app. I mean, you put yeah. it on your phone, but in reality, it's an app l- literally in the world. You know what I mean? It's not just the app on your phone. <laughs> I don't phone. know if the audience knows what you mean. Well, I think I think they understand. You're paying for a service, yeah, just like just with apps. For a service. You pay for a yeah, service. They're not whatever. there all the time. Right. They they can go away. All of our TV now is something you pay for monthly. Yeah, and it can go. It can and easily go away. You've got away. people out there who buy meals that way. Those are sort of like three dimensional reality apps. So in a way. That's where NFTs came from. The thought. Oh, I think that was no. I think that was just a grift. Uh, yeah, I think it's just. Speaking a scam. of which, you know, they they uh, stopped uh, withdrawals from Bitcoin today. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Freaked some people out. Uh-huh. You know, people who thought Bitcoin was a real thing. Maybe it is. Well, I I, may, I it, maybe it. it's time just isn't here yet. We haven't reached the transition. It's just too old to understand blockchain. Well, I don't have a problem <laughs> with where the future's going. I, you know, well, neither. I know where it's going to end up. <laughs> it's not a problem for me. Yes, no. <laughs> Well, we're all going to end up there at some point. Yeah. All right. Um, the one, the, the great things that we share as as a species, birth and death. and death and everything in between. And whatever that length of time is, you try to live the best life you can. You do. And you try to find that balance and, and maintain. Yeah. Maintain that balance. I had a couple more Our stories. Our country is gonna, out of balance and that's the problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I had something else, but well, I think these it's are really controversial, serious. so I'm not going to do it right now. Yeah, but these are both serious. It's in my book. So um, I just, I will leave it with, you know what, I'm not going to do the whole story, but I will say, if you, uh, Speaking of government officials, see you're being fickle and you're telling a story you weren't going to tell. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell. I'm going to very. I'm going to shorten it a lot. Community, I'm highly suspect. I'm even going to embellish the story a little bit because no. I'm going to use an accent that I know he doesn't even have. Uh, House, <laughs> House Minority Whip Steve Scalise. You remember him? He was the one that was shot playing, <laughs> playing baseball, baseball by a, by a psychotic uh, left winger. Which is why you don't hear about so it. So you very brought often. it back to Louisiana. That's yes. why it's okay. It's 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 yeah. Um, and he's talking about the shooting in Uvalde, and he goes, I go back to September 11th. Because on that tragic day, the country made a clear realization that dots weren't being connected. Terrorist attacks were happening, and the country didn't have the right focus on the fundamental problems that were creating those attacks. Airplanes were used that day as the weapon to kill thousands of people. We didn't have a conversation about banning airplanes. Wow. Wow. Um, so because, okay. Wait, we didn't, 
We didn't have a conversation about banning airplanes. Huh. After 9-11, you might recall <laughs> that a whole slew of safety measures were put in place, including that, having to take off our, your shoes. That now. our airline experience changed drastically. Oh, and an entire industry, TSA, was created yes. to sniff up a our butt. cabinet department. And a whole ca- exactly. A cabinet department. Homeland developed. Security. But we didn't talk about getting rid of airplanes. And I think we rolled our immigration service right into Homeland Security, if I'm not mistaken. Well, sure, you don't know who's coming across But notice, waters. nobody mentions, by the way, that part of the problem with that whole 9-11 thing was all of our intelligence people weren't talking. They could have actually stopped it before it happened if they all communicated If they had communicated, which is part of the whole gun issue, too. It's, all those agencies need to talk to each other, including the juvenile courts. Remember, 70% of people, nearly 78, uh, it was 68% of people think the government does a good job protecting us from terrorists. Do they, or have we just been, been lucky? lucky? We've been so lucky. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Anyway. Food for thought? Yeah. Yeah, a little food for thought. All right, but we said we, we would always end on a positive. A uh, positive. Yes, hmm. yes. Hmm. Positive, positive, positive. positive. Mm. Hmm. How will we become extinct? Sarah Palin <laughs> may become a, a senator. I saw that she was running. I mean, that's not a positive, but I just thought I'd point it out. Um let me see what I can do here. Uh, I will. Uh, oh, oh, I know. Here we go. Something positive. Okay, something funny. Okay. Something hilarious. How to murder your husband, author, sentenced <laughs> to life in prison after being found guilty of, you guessed it, murdering her husband. More irony. Maybe there we that's, go. Maybe that was our thread mm. this week. Irony. And Tuesday, tonight, uh, sh- or no, mon- tomorrow night, the strawberry supermoon. Yes. But they won't know that until after the the case. Sounds like some kind of weed. We release this on Wednesday. Oh, this is strawberry supermoon cheesecake. Pity sprinkles. And uh, oh, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a flavor. Yeah, I suppose it is. I saw it listed. It was called titty sprinkles. Titty sprinkles. <laughs> specifically for dancers. Michigan man dies after driving his car into a river. The coroner is still determining the cause of death. Okay. Now that's a real headline. Now you're just reading No, headlines. that's we've a already, real headline. I know it is. I read it too, but we've already done headline stories. Today's Anne Frank's birthday. I saw that. Yay. There, positive news. Hmm. <laughs> it's a little girl that's remembered. Yeah. Trying to make the world and people better. Ah. <sighs> Yeah. Trying to make sense of it all. Anyway. So, so if, there you go. if you're struggling to make sense of it all, just, just remember. Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Yeah. Give us a call. <laughs> no, don't give us a call. We're, well, I don't know. I'd, I, I'd I talk might you down. be able to talk somebody through some, I try to some talk tough you down. shit. Yeah. I try to talk you down off a roof. I'm, I certainly wouldn't pull a Homelander. Well, and I wouldn't. <laughs> Dear Lord, if you're and and all of our audience might not be watchers. By the of way, if the you're boys, not watching uh, the boys well, with, not, with, with not your kids, everybody's <laughs> cup of tea. I mean, make sure you watch with your kids. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Do not have your children in the room. Good God, Mister Long is not a is not authorized <laughs> to make such comments. He is definitely <laughs> to not encourage that kind of behavior. Oh my gosh! All right, so you know, the problem is we're watching too many comedies that are like dark. Well, it's like. It's a comedy. Well, but isn't that real life? I like <laughs> yeah, that I because that's a little more realistic because life is weird. Are we right at an hour? 
Okay. Wow. Well, I'm glad I kept my other stuff to myself, and <laughs> I wanted everybody to what know. What other stuff? Uh, the other stories are not oh. stories, actually. It was a discussion we had about um, things that have probably uh, served their time in our culture. Oh, like circuses and rodeos and... Yeah, but see, it, it's, it's, things it's like a that. deep topic, and yeah. Uh, uh, oh, beauty pageants uh, for small children where they dress them up like little tiny adults. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. Yeah. Things that mm. I that I predict in the future will become you know, less when prevalent. We're, when we're feeling one day particularly pissed off, let's talk about those stories. <laughs> well, they don't make me angry. <laughs> oh, they I don't me care angry if they the exist. I just, oh, no. I'm never going to get angry enough to actually do something about some of these silly things. I'm just... Maybe you need to think about it before you do it. That's all I'm saying. Well, I... It's, it's that whole pendulum in society, right? We I go to just, one extreme and then we think, well, that didn't work out so well. So what do we do? <laughs> we're going to go to another extreme. No, we find the damn middle. Well, yeah, but look how and long it takes us what? sometimes. It's like, you know, it's been 70 years, but this segregation doesn't seem to doesn't be working. doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> um, and people don't know how to stay in their damn lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stop. Even if they're we're not about, texting. We're talking about on actual I'm roads. talking about metaphorically and physically. <laughs> Literally. The people on the road are horrible. Yeah. Horrible. If I, you've noticed that people can't stay in their lanes, or if you're one of those people, Who continue please. to come over into my lane. Keep your ass between the lines. That's right. Damn. Yeah. I shouldn't have to be. I'm having to be so aware. Oh, I I couldn't ride a motorcycle anymore. No, I, I would. I would not be. I'd be terrified I'd be the whole time. About you all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Parents, if you've got young children or you've got like a 15, 16 year old, good luck, man. Right? Take them out, teach them, show them how to be <laughs> evasive drivers, and maybe we need it. That's it. Driving courses now. They don't need to be like they used to be because life isn't like that anymore. You need to be defensive driving. Needs to be serious defensive driving. Like you're teaching them to be a cop driver. <laughs> right like how to roll a car if it's Here's, necessary as i used to tell my students when you were teaching driver's ed when i was a professional driver's ed teacher <laughs> i even had that break um i told them to expect every car that you see in front of you to do something yeah. that could cause you to be in a wreck yeah don't don't that, be that car that car about to pull out it's going to pull out that car that is hitting its mm-hmm. brakes in front of you it's going to slam them on you're going to hit them yeah, assume that the worst is going to happen. And if you drive and you look, you'll see staying in your lane is one of the biggest problems there is now because people are too distracted. Number two, it's people following too closely. Maintain your distance, mm-hmm. idiots. Well, just like the Ohio woman in, in Yellowstone. You got to stay back. Don't get close to that bison. Don't do it. You're threatening him if you get too close. I saw a woman attacked by a goose today because she was trying to help the little gooselet uh, jump over the curb. Oh, and the mama goose is like having none of that. <laughs> no, she was not. I'm trying to teach that baby. That, that woman will never mess with a goose again. <laughs> you know, I want to see that goose and that bison square up. All right. Uh, like well, that kangaroo and that guy. You're going to have to be defensive out there in the world, people. That's right. Keep your head on a swivel. Find your joy. It's portable. You got to take it with you. You do. You do. Well, everybody, have a good week. Bye, we'll, community. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Two. Yeah, unless, you know, something bad happens. On the flip side. But I won't be shocked.